as they were singing that song, you know that guy that on Instagram, you watch something very complex, and then he will now do something like So all what that song was about, let me help you. Everything will be all right. But that was also praise God. But one thing I have against you, Tiara. Shown that one, then mouth two. That's when we know that you are connecting with us. Right now, it's like you are staying somewhere else. So please adjust for second service. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Um, we're going to spend a couple of minutes. We need to do something very quickly. All right. Um, We'll bring out our phones. Uh, bring out your phones. Yes. Uh, what, what, what we need to do and we need to find out, we, we need to know how in the past one year, um, how you've handled your spiritual growth, how you've been able to manage to even grow in this season. Praise God. So by, by this season, I mean, of course, COVID into all of this and um, into present times, okay? So um, they're going to put up a link, very quick, fast, very, very fast. So please put, up, um, put on your mobile data and all the things you need to do. They'll put up a Slido link, quickly answer those questions, and then we'll get right into service. All right, so we have it up. So visit Slido, enter the event code, and then quickly answer the questions. Hallelujah. Some people are looking at me. Your hair should be in, in your phones, typing. MTN, are we MTN users? MTN has been doing some things nowadays. This is well. Obuna, what number are you on? Oh, you are watching live match. Or what was you are done? You can't log in. Which one is it? I don't understand this. You what? Spectrum. <laughs> Let's not disgrace all the service providers today. This is... is. So I, I just need to know that somebody is on so we can... Anybody done? Yes. That's one person, okay? Anybody else? Are we good? We are not. Sismo. You are eating into my time. So if we leave here by 11, it's your fault. Uh-huh. Eh? I'm just one year ahead of time. We have been done in Jesus' name. How far? And I said, all of you just go outside and just carry your phone and be doing this what's to disrupt service. So are we good now? Tola, you are good. How many questions? I'm not your invigilator. How many questions? I didn't say the example question. There should be five, I think. It's five. So have we filled all five? Oh, you're supposed to... Okay, I'm supposed to prompt them to go to the next question. No, no. There should be a next button somewhere. 
Ah, we will not leave here today. Oh, so the questions are not on this little in the app. Then they are saying it's slow in loading. All right. So when you get home and they ask you, what did you learn in church today? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Blah, blah, blah. What? Pastor Jatro said three minutes. Me, I'm not nice like that. One minute left, please. Twenty seconds more. Blah, blah, blah. Is that the last question you put up? Okay. All right. I think by the sound of everybody, the clamorings, everybody should be done. All right. If you are not, I'm sure you can still finish up and then post it. If not, do it during second or something. All right. Praise God. Praise the Lord. God is still in control. Amen. Um, events of the week. I mean, God is still in charge of Nigeria. Whether you choose to see it or not. Some of us are still praying for Nigeria. Praise God. And some of us still believe that God is not sleeping concerning Nigeria. And we still know that all the mountains will be removed. Every spiritual um, stronghold will be pulled down. In the name of Jesus. All right. So um, we've been talking about Superman, the supernatural man. Um, I know we've also been doing um, in between service, in between um, as midweek services as well. Throughout this month, we've we've touched on the supernatural man. Um, but I just like the way this one sounds. I mean, this is week four, so I call this Superman four. Hallelujah. Even though that was the worst Superman ever made. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Uh, okay, confession, I am a comic geek, as in, yeah, um, you can never get too old for comics, amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, a lot of you are novices, novices, amen, it's not an insult, it's a fact. Um, for instance, I'm sure a lot of you know that uh, the Superman dying, we started the service the someone who started. Just start jotting as I'm saying it. Superman 4 is the worst Superman ever made. Write it down. All right. Um, as I was saying, um, Doomsday, Superman dying in uh, Justice League that you people are just seeing. We, we saw it in 92. Amen. Um, Bane breaking Batman's back in, what was that, Dark Knight Rises, or was that one? That one happened probably even earlier. Praise God. So we are just seeing repeats. We are just waiting for people to catch up. Amen. But something I love about superheroes, um, we have, it, it takes us to a place where you, you, it's almost like escapism, where you, you, suspend, you suspend belief for a bit, and you just immerse yourself in this world, this fantastical world where 
uh, people can fly and um, they, can, they can shoot beams out of their eyes and, and all kinds of things. That they can breathe underwater, uh, they can shrink to the size of an atom and different things like that. And, and um, for most of them, because I also am into um, movies by nature of what I do, um, a lot of times I buy, when I buy DVDs or when DVDs used to rain, um, I, I, I would buy those DVDs that would be two CD, two DVD collections, where you would hear the mind of the director. So there would be the making of uh, behind the scenes and things like that in the extra DVD. And um, you realize that a lot of them got inspiration from the Bible. So a lot of them got uh, all these good, good versus evil and all those kind of things. They got inspiration from the Bible. Even some of the, the superheroes, they, they actually got that inspiration from the Bible. And it is no wonder because that is how we are created in the beginning. Um, and with most superhero comics and movies, you guys are too quiet for my liking. You're making me feel awkward. Because I said I still read comics and now your respect has died, Abby. It is well with you. I still read it. Deal with it. All right. Um, as I was saying, the essence of most of the superheroes, in the first few, so in, in Superman 1, for instance, they will go back to the story, the beginning. So they call them origin stories, all right? Where they will go back and you will find out how this person got their powers. Okay, so you will see um, Spider-Man. What happened to Spider-Man? He was, he was beaten by a spider, a radioactive spider. Um, Hulk um, was involved in a gamma um, radiation um, accident. Different... I'm really geeking out here, man. I'm, feeling... <laughs> I'm loving this someone already. And we've not even touched spiritual things. <laughs> we'll try. All right. Um, so usually there's an origin story, all right? Um, so let, let, let's go back a bit into the origins of how we became Superman. Praise God. So God, in his wisdom and with counsel with the, uh, the Word and the Holy Spirit, said, let us make man in our image. So he created the earth, and then he said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And um, they created man, and man was supernatural at that state. Praise God. Man was fully supernatural. He was, he was living like God. He was, he was breathing like God. He was moving like God. Praise God. And um, when that happened, there was a fall of man. I'm trying to run through all of this. Like, um, we're still going to be touching just so that you will tell me if we have reached there or not. We're still going to be touching the gifts of the spirits. Amen? And how to unlock the supernatural. So those are your landmarks to be sure that we actually did anything in church today. Praise God. Alright. So, um, God said, let's create man. Uh, man fell and his spirit lost connection with the source of his power. Praise God. And that was, that's God. Okay? So he lost connection, and that means he lost his supernatural ability. Amen. But because God had a plan, God selected a group of people, um, the Israelites, and he started manifesting his power through them. So that is where we hear about the Spirit coming upon someone to do exploits. Praise God. So you have um, Samson, you have um, Elijah, you have Moses, and they did all kinds of things, but the Spirit was not within them. It came upon them to do a particular task. Amen. Um, Elijah, Moses, like I said, they, they, they performed miracles, and it is worthy to know that even all the things that we call the gifts of the Spirit now, all of them 
were in play or manifested even in the Old Testament, apart from speaking in tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Every single thing that we are seeing, uh, that we call the gifts of the Spirit today, they were in play in the Old Testament. But it was the Spirit that would come upon a man to achieve a purpose, and then it will go back. So it wasn't indwelling, it wasn't the Spirit of man in connection with the Spirit of God achieving these things like it used to be in the beginning, all right? So the ultimate plan was to restore man back to his supernatural state, all right? And then... Um, further down the line, Jesus Christ was sent. Like I said, there was a plan. And Jesus was the plan. The plan to restore man to his supernatural state. So Jesus was sent to, to the earth. He came as 100% man. He had no advantage over anybody sitting here. Praise God. If you do not understand that, you will always think that Jesus was, in quotes, special. That is why he could do what he did. But that is not the case. Praise God. So um, he came to earth. He was a normal man. The only difference was that he, he was not linked to the lineage of man by blood. In other words, it was the Holy Spirit that overshadowed Mary. We know the story, all right? The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. And that's because we needed to have someone that was blameless, someone that was without sin from the onset. But the maintenance of that blamelessness and sinlessness was up to him, the man Jesus. Praise God. It was not any supernatural because he is the son of God. No. He had to stand the test. He had to pass the test. Praise God. And the Bible records that he went um, to, to um, John the Baptist was baptizing um, and he went to meet John, and John baptized him. And when he came out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. That was when he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. That was when he received the supernatural ability to do anything that he did on this earth. That was when he received his connection to start doing or to start living the supernatural life. Praise God. So... Um, so he received the Holy Spirit. He did all what he was doing. He started doing miracles, continued in his miracles to the point where people started noticing. And um, Nicodemus came to him. And that's where we got the, the crux of our text um, uh, for this entire series, where Nicodemus came to him by night and asked him that these things that you are doing, no man can do except they have the Spirit of God in them. And Jesus replying said, what? Except the man be born... Sorry? Uh, before born again. He said born of water and born of the... Born of water is, is default. Everybody has been born, born of water, all right? But born of the Spirit. And that's why he said if you are not born of water and born of the Spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. In other words, you cannot operate in this realm. Praise God. You cannot operate in the fullness of the supernatural because that supernatural realm is where miraculous things happen. I say miracles in quotes because they are normal to supernatural men, or at least they should be. Praise God. So he said that to Nicodemus, and then at the end of it, to conclude, he said, except a man be born again. So being born again means that you are not just born of water. Now you are born of water and spirit. So if you know that you want to do the things that Jesus did, 
I've just given you the first key. We'll still do a summary of that later on. All right? And then Jesus died. He died, he resurrected, and then he went to heaven. But before he went, he told the disciples, he said, gather together, go to Jerusalem, stay there until you are endured with power. That's in Acts 1.8. Because he realized, and he has shown us the pattern, if you, do not, if you are not endued with power by the Holy Spirit, you cannot do what he could do or what he did while he was here on earth. Praise God. So he told them, go and wait. And they waited, and the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they became changed men. And then they started doing the same things that Jesus was doing. And because Jesus said, greater works shall we do, amen? I still can't come to grips with that. Because if Jesus could say greater works, that means we can walk on water. That means we can fly. Walking on water was level one now. So we can unlock new levels. Greater works shall we do. It scares me because I don't even think a lot of... 99.9... Help me. Nine what? Nine, nine, Abby. Should we add one more nine? Just in, to be, I don't think we've touched the, the, a, a, a minute, minuscule fraction of what we have potential to do on this earth. But anyway... Jesus gave us the power, he gave us the ability, he gave us the wisdom to understand that we can do these things. He said it, he has given instruction and he has left. But he gave us the Holy Spirit to continue this work. Praise God. And um, so they continued and then um, this man came along, his name was Paul. And he was also baptized and then he continued the work. We are going to gifts of the Spirit, don't worry. We are about to hit our first landmark. So yeah, we learned something in church today. Um, so, he started his ministry, praise God, and he got to a point where he ministered to the people in a particular city called Corinth. So, that's where we have the book of Corinthians, all right? And um, those people now started seeing, so he ministered to them, he, 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 there was a church that was built, and ultimately they also got baptized, right? And when they got baptized, they now started seeing the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit in their midst. And they started getting confused and scared because they were not used to this life. They were not even Jews for them to be able to now think that, oh, okay, we've seen this before. At least we've heard the stories of the people in the Old Testament. And these guys were fresh. Praise God. So they were seeing manifestations of the Spirit and they were confused. And that brings us to where we are going. First we'll stop. Praise God. So let's open our Bibles to First Corinthians. So that's where we'll start from. 1 Corinthians 12. So, Paul now felt the need to break it down to them. Like, they are gifts of the Spirit and they are manifestations of the Spirit. And you, can, you should not be afraid of these things. You should embrace them because this is actually the life you have been called to. Please help me look to somebody and tell them this is the life you have been called to. They didn't get it. Help me tell somebody else. This is normal. This is our normal. Praise God. This is our normal. As Christians, this is, or let me say, should be our normal. So we are living below normal if we are not walking in the supernatural. You're actually living below what is expected of you if you are not walking in the supernatural. Praise God. 
because we have been restored to original state. Now it's a thing of choice. It's in, in your hands whether you will live like mere men or you will live in the spirit. Praise God. All right, so uh, 1 Corinthians verse 12. I will read um, I will read everything because it's going to take time. Um, I'll read verse 1 and then I'll go straight to verse 4 to 11. So verse 1 just tells us, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. In other words, I want you to be informed about these things because this is the life you are living. Praise God. Verse 4 says, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. So the spirit expresses himself in different ways, but be mindful that it is the same spirit. Um, and there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. It says there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit all, to profit everyone. It says for to one is given by the Spirit to profit everyone. Praise God. It is not for self-gratification or self-gain. Praise God. So I cannot be exercising the fruits of the Spirit, a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and be using it to collect money from you. Praise God. So if you know anybody that is doing that, you already know that it doesn't have the Spirit of God in them. If you are waiting to find out, you don't need discernment for that one. They've just shown you. It is given to that person, if he has a gift, to profit all. Praise God. All right. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, by another, the, um, to another, the word of knowledge, by the same spirit. To another, faith, by the same spirit. To another, the gifts of healing, by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of, of, tongue, of tongues. Sorry. It says, but all these walketh, that's one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. Praise God. So we're going to be, I will run through some of them. Like I said, this is the life we are supposed to live. The reason he had to do this, um, there's this old joke about the man that was driving um, he owned a Lexus Jeep, all right? And he kept calling it um, Lexus. He owned it, but he kept calling it Lexus. Ah, go to my Lexus. Go to, and it, it was getting to this other guy, and the guy kept like, correcting him. That it's Lexus, Lexus, Lexus. After a while, the guy looked at me like, my guy, you know the name, I drive the car. <laughs> so... Why am I saying that? You can express these gifts without even knowing what it's called. It's not necessary. Don't wait for knowledge. Yeah, you can clap. It's, it's, help me take a bit more time. Praise God. <laughs> but honestly, because you are supernatural beings, you're already living the life even before you know what it's called. Did you catch that? You don't need to be educated on it before you start expressing it. You don't need to be educated. Um, which one am I doing now? <laughs> Word of knowledge. Uh-huh. No, you are working it already. But because you need to teach it, that's why you need to know it. 
Because somebody else is going to come and be confused that they laid hands on me and I, I, I started seeing things. They laid hands on me and, and, and something happened to me. Then you're like, okay, sit down. Then you open 1 Corinthians 12 and then you teach it. But it's for them, if they want, they can be breaking it down. Because I've seen, of course, because God has given us wisdom and because, of course, these things have to be taught and because we have teachers so they've broken it down to categories uh, power gifts um, speaking gifts uh, uh, and all of that it's nice but i'd rather you just live it live the life if you are living the life the teaching will be catching it on the way just like the corinthians because they were already living it. the bible says about them that they they were not lacking in any of the gifts they were not lacking in, and they, didn't, and they were still in ignorance. So, because if for Paul to say, I would not have you ignorant, that means they were ignorant about it, even though they were experiencing it. So experience it. And then let's help you channel it. Let's help you understand it. But start experiencing it. That is my prayer for every man in this house, that you will walk in the supernatural. You will live in the fullness of the supernatural in the mighty name of Jesus. You will have an understanding of the supernatural even as you go along, but you will start to live it because it is your nature. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will come to yourself and you will understand that I am more than this. Praise God. Please tell yourself, I am more than this. Praise God. All right. So let's go into them. Like I said, I will not spend too much time on each of them, just um, for the sake of time. But I, I, a lot of them are self-explanatory. Some of them will need a bit more in-depth research. You need to do your own Bible study. We'll get to that. Praise God. All right. So the first one is word of wisdom. A word of wisdom is a divine revelation given by God, or given by the Holy Spirit, Okay. Um, it, it reveals God's plan. It reveals God's plan, and it is typically about the future. It's really talking about the future, and there usually are steps or instructions to take. So if you hear somebody say, I, had a, I, I, had a, I gave a word of wisdom, or I had a word of wisdom, it's usually concerning something to happen in the future. And most times, more often than not, there is also instruction following it. All right? So let's look at um, Jesus when Jesus, uh, when they came, the tax collectors came and they wanted to um, collect tax. And, and Peter came to him like, these guys are here to collect tax. What did Jesus do? He told him, go to the river. Go, throw your rod. The first fish that comes out, that's word of wisdom. Wisdom is what? The application of knowledge, isn't it? So go to the river, cast your rod. The first fish that comes out, you will see a coin in his mouth. That was word of knowledge. Praise God. All right. Do I need to explain a bit further? Um, Noah building the ark. God told Noah that there is going to be rain. Before then, there had never been rain on the earth. They did not know what rain looked like. Do you understand? It had never rained on the earth when God told Noah that it's going to rain. So that was a word of that was a foreknowing of what was going to come. And then beyond that, he also gave him steps, accurate instructions about how to build the ark. Praise God. Um, let's move on so that we don't, and let, so that we bring you home. There are situations where you are by yourself and you just feel a nudging, call this person. Or you just have a knowing that I, I, I think um, something is coming. 
that is the time for you to plug into the spirit and search. Praise God. So that you will start to walk in the reality of these things. Most times, the Holy Spirit is nudging you either to go and pray so that you can get a deeper understanding or a, a clearer revelation about what you are trying to express. So you say, something told me to call this person. And you call that person and you see that there's actually something tied to that call. Has it happened to us here before? Anybody? You're already walking in it. Now it's time to be more conscious of it, more aware of it, so that you can continue to walk in it. Praise God. All right, so um, that's word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. Um, word of knowledge usually talks about things that have happened either in the past or that are currently happening. Okay? Um, Let's look for an example. Okay, so Jesus, when Jesus um, was with the woman at the well, and she told, he told her about her past, um, said, okay, so you've been with five men, and even the one that is with you now is not your husband. That was a word of knowledge, okay? Um, something similar, well, not about somebody having five husbands, but something <laughs> similar has happened to me. Um, I went for a naming. Um, I went to officiate a naming ceremony, and I was praying for the baby. And as I was praying, <laughs> I said, affliction will not arise a second time. And, <laughs> and I was shocked. Don't worry. All of us were shocked together. And then I, I looked up and I saw that they were looking at me. And I finished praying because my mind was like, man, I've goofed. But I continued. And then they looked at me and they're like, how did you know? I'm like, know what? Apparently, they had lost their first baby. And they needed that encouragement. Praise God. So that's how these things work. So now I am not afraid to speak up again. The more you do it, the more conscious you are of it, the more you are open to receiving and walking the realities of these gifts. All right. Um, third one, the gift of faith. Um, gifts of faith is, is a bit beyond your standard faith, a bit beyond your normal, everyday living kind of faith. It is supernaturally enhanced faith. Supernaturally enhanced faith to be able to receive a miracle. Praise God. And the way I see it, um, I tried to look for examples. I, the kind of examples I was getting... I, I really wanted something that would help us grasp it. But the way I say it is the kind of faith that it took for Noah to be able to build the ark is not normal. The ark was not built in a day. I hope you are aware. How many years? Bible scholars. How many years did it take to build the ark? That's the same guy that shouts weird stuff in church, I mean. So I can't, I can't believe you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Please, somebody else. <laughs> but I, it, took, it took many years. It, not, it actually did not take one year. It did not take two years. From the, I think it took a, probably close to 100. I mean. About 120 years. You cannot use everyday faith to do that. Praise God. So it is, and of course, because it is already a miraculous event that you are foreseeing, rain that you've never seen before, I think it takes this level of faith or this gift of faith to be able to accomplish that kind of task. Praise God. So there are things in your life beyond your everyday living that you will require that special faith that is enhanced or enabled by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. 
All right. Um, moving on. Gifts of healing. That's kind of self. We like that one in Nigeria. Uh, if I say now that I'm doing healing crusade at Crystal Estate Field, that field will be filled because everybody is looking for a miracle. Even if it's, they will come, they're like, my own, you see the person, but you're okay, we're like, my own is financial sickness. <laughs> they will show up. So we see more of this in Nigeria, uh, let me say in Africa. Um, we, 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 we chase after this kind of things, but we're supposed to be living in it. We're supposed to be the ones dispensing it. Praise God. We are supposed to be the ones laying hands on the sick. And even Jesus said it. He says, this sign shall follow those that believe. He says, you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You. Do I have any believers in the house? I'm not sure. I think they are just four on that side. Do I have any believers in the house? Say, I will lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. The reason we are doing all of this is not just to fill time. It's not just to have something, a theme for the month. We want us, as Christians, to live in the realities of this. Praise God. So, gifts of healing. It is a divine ability to heal all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. Okay, we have, the, the Bible is, is full of them. Jesus healing the lepers, um, opening blind eyes. All over the Bible you will see um, gifts of healings. Um, at play. Walking of miracles, a bit different from gifts of healing in the sense that it's not necessarily about healing a person. It is usually about transcending, bypassing, or probably surpassing natural events or natural, the natural order of things. The ability, the supernatural divinely given ability to be able to surpass, bypass, or override the natural order of things. So for somebody to be able to tell the sun to stand still, praise God. For somebody to be able to make um, the head of, a, of, a, of, a, of an axe, that's the axe head, to float on water. That's metal, pure metal, iron, to float on water. So you are transcending supernatural laws. Praise God. And for somebody to be able to do offer, you know what offer is? Yeah. <laughs> and to another place. That was uh, what? Philip Airlines. Amen. They said he, he just and then just and just like hey. And then did what he needed to do. Praise God. This is our reality. These are the people that we are looking up to. These are our mentors. Praise God. Alright, so that's walking in miracles. Walking in miracles. Feeding the 5,000. Crossing the Red Sea. They parted the Red Sea. A sea split into two. And people walked on dry land. Praise God. Um, so, um, prophecy. The gifts of prophecy. The gift of prophecy. Um, this is divinely inspired speech. Speaking the mind, or let me say, speaking the heart of God. The few places I've seen it, sadly, hasn't, really, hasn't been... In Nigeria, hasn't been in the country, but there are actually churches, um, like in the UK, they give time for it. So in between services, maybe between, um, during worship, somebody will just come out and say, the Lord loves you. So it's not about instruction. It's not about, um, it's not about, I know what you did yesterday or what you should do tomorrow. It's just you speaking the heart of God right now. So it's usually about edification and exhortation 
and comfort. So yes, the, the Lord loves you. I know that you've gone through some stuff yesterday and all of that, but the Lord loves, and, and you will see people actually crying and like, man, if we do this one in Nigeria, we're like, yes, where is it? when am I getting my millions? Tell me to go straight and turn left and collect my millions because this one that you're saying is not really hitting. It's not getting there. So like I said, I really haven't seen it in Nigeria, but it, trust me, it's in the Bible, so it happens. Praise God. Don't just believe the word. Amen. So, like I said, it is for edifying, it's for exalting, and it's for comfort. Comforting the body of Christ. All right? Discerning of spirit. Um, so, this is spiritually or spirit, not spiritually, spirit-enabled insight into the spirit realm. So, visions, dreams, um, people seeing angels or seeing Jesus or visiting heaven or seeing God on the throne, things like that, experiences in the, spirit, in the supernatural, or encounters with the supernatural usually fall in this realm. Um, I don't know if smell, because usually they talk about sight and sound, but for a while, okay, my own personal experience. Um, there was a time in church, okay, so I went for a meeting, and somebody used um, anointing oil that was fresh from Israel. So the original, not olive oil, the real one. And the, the person used it at that meeting. And that thing smells like... Has anybody seen that anointing oil from Israel? It's a mix. They mix it with all kinds of... Well, as in that thing is like perfume. And there'll be times, after that, there'll be times I'll be in church and I'm sensing that, there's, that God is about to do something or say something or there's about to be some kind of shift and I'll just start smelling that thing. So I, like I said, I don't know if smell comes into it, but for a long time, I'll just start smelling it. And the next thing you'll see something, there'll be a move in church. So engaging with, the, with, the, with that realm, that is what um, the discerning of spirits is about, engaging with the spiritual realm. All right. Um, how much time do I have left? Wow. Okay. I'm almost done anyway, so it's good. Diverse kinds of tongues. Diverse kinds of tongues. Now, the Bible um, cautions, if you read um, um, 1 Corinthians 14, and uh, the 1 Corinthians 14 really, really talks about tongues and all of that. Now, tongues as a prayer language, as your personal prayer language, is necessary. Let me say, it is good, and it is beneficial for you. Praise God. I was going to give an illustration, but we'll skip that, maybe in second service. But speaking in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in the Spirit, all of that is good for you. But there is a gift of tongues that is beneficial for the body. But Paul said something. He said, if there is no one to interpret, so I'm lumping the two together. If there is no one to interpret it, just keep quiet. Praise God. Now, I've personally experienced this. We're having an all night. So, like, it's, it's a supernaturally, in case you need to write it, a supernaturally enhanced um, expression of the Holy Spirit in an unknown, an unknown language. So it's not a language that you understand. Praise God. But interpretation of tongues is you now having the ability to interpret the tongues. Praise God. So I was at um, an all night in church office a while back. And 
I was, we're, we're all praying. We're all praying in the spirit. We're praying, we're praying. And I felt a shift. And I saw, I felt that mm, the tongues I was used to kind of changed. And as I was saying it, somebody else started saying something in English. So it now became like this tag team thing where I would say something and then I'll keep quiet and that person will bring an interpretation of what I had said in DCC. And before you start thinking it was your church, this one. Please tell yourself I can live this life. It was made for, that's that guy again. We'll talk about the fruits of the Spirit. It is all that has kept me from sending that person to Kano because I, I want us to open Kano branch. But it is well with you. In Jesus' name. That thing is distracting. All right? So you need to stop. Thank you. This, uh, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nice person. No? And my wife has been warning me, don't see anything, don't see anything, don't see anything. Where were we? <laughs> Interpretation. And so, yes. Another one that, that, that this one just, this one blows my mind, okay? Um, it was in school, a couple of sets before me. So I was in a prayer group um, called Watchtower, amen? That's for the Watchtower people in the house, hallelujah. Now you know where you got your name from. All right. Um, so there was this group. Um, so they used to go for outreach. So it was a prayer unit, but they also used to go for outreach, right? So they went to this village called Tonkere. I went to Ife. And um, they were ministering to them. And there was this Igbo girl in their midst. Proper Igbo, raised in Lagos and all of that, but proper, proper Igbo girl. And then as they were praying, the people in the village side looking at them weird. And they were looking at the girl specifically. She was speaking their dialect. So Tonkere is not like cosmopolitan kind of eh. It was deep in the affair something. So it wasn't like fresh. They were not fresh people. If you know what I mean. She was speaking their own dialects. You know there are some dialects in Yoruba that a Yoruba person will not hear. Will not understand. She was speaking their language. You don't have to ask me if the whole town, the whole village, whether they got born again or not. They did. Praise God. That one, I mean, I will leave it. I will live in that reality. Where I'll be in France, amen? You can finish the rest. <laughs> and I'll just be doing parlez-vous, parlez-vous, parlez-vous. <laughs> And they are just catching it. and like, wow. And now the devil wanted to whisper something to me now. And then they start bringing all their money to me. And I'm like, I said, shut up, devil. <laughs> all of that happened just now. Amen. It is not for personal gain. Hallelujah. All right. So, um, so we've covered all the nine. Now, how do we unlock the supernatural? Number one, like we said before, new birth. You need to be born again. You need not just to be born again, but you also need to be filled with the Spirit. Praise God. You need to be filled with the Spirit. That is the key. Jesus was just Jesus, the son of Mary, until he was endued with power by the Holy Spirit. 
the apostles were just men, mere men, until they waited in the upper room and they were endued with power by the Holy Spirit. You cannot walk this life with, uh, without being endued with power by the Holy Spirit. All right. Second thing, faith. This life that we live, that we call the Christian walk, we walk it by faith. Praise God. We do not walk by sight. We walk by that's what the Bible says. We walk by faith and not by sight. You can't walk this thing. You can't, you can't walk it in your own power. There's no formula for it. Somebody wanted to get the formula. In the Bible, he, he called the, the apostles and they're like, come and teach me this thing now. Because he had someone, he wanted to make a business out of it. So like, teach me the scope now. Where should I go? Cut soap for me now. Rocks. Amen. There is no soap. It's a life of faith. It's a life of dedication. And that's the next thing we're going to talk about. It is about service to God. You are, you are fulfilling God's purpose. And because you are fulfilling God's purpose, God will enable you with everything it takes to fulfill that purpose. Did you catch that? God's mind is to reconcile men back to him. So whatever needs to happen for that to happen, if you need to raise the dead for you to be able to now get a whole lot of people back to him, he will give you the enablement. It's like me, I'm here, I'm busy, and I need to go and pick my son from home. And you are available. It will be nothing for me to give you my car to go and pick him. Do you understand? So all of these gifts are enablements to be able to fulfill a purpose. So it's not for you. Now the good thing, sit down. I know, I, I told myself now, we said it before. You didn't bring juice. You didn't bring us. You just, you just, you'll just be standing up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. Um, <laughs> Um, yes, so let's, let's, let's do this. All right. It's okay. Okay. God needs you. To, he, he cannot come down to earth to preach to anybody. So he needs you. And, to, and to, to, to accomplish that task, he will give you whatever it takes. If you need to walk on water to get people saved, he will allow it. Don't forget that the Bible says that as the Spirit wills, in other words, there will be a need that will arise. For every time Paul or any of these people did a miracle, healed somebody, it was so that there will be a crowd gather and like, this thing that you just saw is for the salvation of souls. Then people will not ask, what shall we do? And then they will get saved. So if you put your mindset to that, that I am about and I am about the work of my father, then you will start to see the miraculous and the supernatural in your lives. Amen. All right, moving on. Number four. Um, it is about, or unlocking the spiritual is about a commitment to spiritual growth. I will not give a Ferrari to a five-year-old. Praise God. I will not give power to somebody that will misuse it. Amen. 
So how do we go into that? Some of, I wrote some of the things here that we should do as Christians to be able to experience more of this. Number one, fasting. Fasting is you putting your flesh under, killing your flesh so that you'll be more spirit than flesh. If you are more spirit than flesh, then spirit will rule. And if spirit is ruling, then you are going to be seeing more of the supernatural. Praise God. And when you are fasting, you are also putting yourself in position to hear God. You are aligning with the frequency of the spirit because your, your flesh is weak. Praise God. You deliberately weaken your flesh so that you can empower your spirit. Amen. Um, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm looking for an example here. In Acts uh, 13 verse 2, when they were together, and the Bible says that they were praying and they were worshipping. Sorry, they were fasting and they were worshipping. And then the Spirit spoke and he said, separate to me Paul and Barnabas. It was in that period of fasting. The same thing with this Davis Christian Center that you are in. It was a time of fasting that brought this to be. Praise God. Pastor Kea has said that many times. That he set himself aside to fast and just to seek God and to love God. And then God spoke. Praise God. So you need to. And, and those are the things that we call word of knowledge, word of wisdom now. Isn't it? So you are getting instruction from heaven because you have put your flesh under and you are putting your spirit in the fore. Then you will get to communicate with God better. Um, two. Okay, so now we're talking about commitment to spiritual growth. So I said fasting. Um, second thing, be dedicated to times of prayer and worship. Have dedicated times. I said something on Friday. We had a meeting. And I said, I don't wait for the leading of the Spirit to pray anymore. And it looked like heresy. But the people in the Bible that we know that were men of prayer, they did not pray because they, were, they, they felt something. Of course, there will be times when you will feel a leading to pray, where the Holy Spirit is nudging you to pray. But you need to have dedicated times of prayer. The Bible says about Daniel that he prayed five times a day. That means he had times. Praise God. So dedicate time to prayer and to worship. I have a playlist. There are some playlists that I have that I start, as I start, as I hit play, the Holy Spirit start talking. As in, you know that there are some worship, as in there's some worship that when you enter, wow, you, you, the, the, the revelations just start dropping. Praise God. So start cultivating this lifestyle. Start cultivating these habits. Praise God. Um, Praying in the spirit, praying in tongues, um, you need, because you are, you are communicating mysteries to the Father, so there's this direct line between the Father and yourself that nothing can interrupt. So you need to pray in the spirit, pray in tongues, spend time, dedicate time to praying in the spirit. Um, number four? Number what? Number something. Gathering together of the saints. A lot of the times that I've been able to experience most of the supernatural things I have experienced was usually in the gathering of saints. So we are together, and I feel, I don't, I don't know if it's just because I feel more comfortable around like minds, in quotes, but I just start flowing more in the supernatural. Words of knowledge, words of, words of wisdom starts flowing, um, um, diverse tongues start flowing. So it's usually in the gathering of saints. 
So that encourages, and like the Bible says, how good and let's put that up. Um, Psalm 133 is a short chapter. So it says, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for men to come together. It, says, it is like um, the anointing that flows from Aaron's head and all that. And then he says, Finally, that is where the Lord commands a blessing. So there is usually a blessing in the gathering of the saints. Amen. And the blessings are typically spiritual, they come from the spiritual and then they manifest. Amen. All right, so that brings us to the end of this. Have we been blessed? (laughs) Hallelujah. Can we celebrate Jesus? Now, um, there might be somebody in the house. This sounds very good. It sounds very um, worthy of attaining. But you cannot start if you've not accepted Jesus. Don't forget the first thing I mentioned was new birth. You need to be born again. You need to be born again to, number one, to even reconnect with God. Me just saying that, um, and there was a breaking with the source and the power was lost. Not just the power was lost, life was lost. Man was dead. That is how the Bible puts it. Man was dead. So everyone who has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior is regarded by God as dead. You are dead. So it's not just that you are not living in a supernatural and you are not maximizing your time here on earth, but the reality is that you are dead. And you are not just dead here on earth. If you die physically now on earth, that means you are going to hell. Let's not sugarcoat these things. Praise God. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, you know you want to reawaken the supernatural in you. You know you want to come back to life in Jesus. He has made the way. Just take it. Receive it. So if you are that person in the house, you are not born again. Can you just put your right hand on your chest and just lift your left hand high up above your head? Let me see who I am praying with and then I will pray with you and you will get that reconnection again let's bring you back to life by the power of the Holy Spirit do we have anybody in the house who wants to give their hearts their lives to Jesus anybody alright so let's rise to our feet Let's pray in the Holy Spirit just for a few seconds and let's celebrate Jesus. Let's glorify Jesus with your tongues this morning. Let's pray in the Spirit. Let's pray in the Spirit. Thank you for your word, Father. Thank you because we are supernatural. Thank because we operate with your gifts in the mighty name of Jesus. Even if it's just for a minute, open your mouth and pray this morning. Open your mouth and pray. We operate on the supernatural realm in the mighty name of Jesus. Kakos tibre kikisabara kukusukusi hidikus. Dehidikure brosa hara kusukus. 
the gifts of the Spirit to find expression in our everyday lives. We will live these lives in the mighty name of, we will live it on a daily basis in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Praise God. Let us appreciate God for that wonderful word this morning. Amazing. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.